You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAD. How are you doing today? I'm good, Dr. Ryan. How are you? I'm great. What can I help you with? Okay, so I have a few questions for today. So um, a small background about me. I'm a re-applicant. I applied first in 2022. And this year, I'll be applying for TMDS Airs, AMCAS, and also a Comus in the hope of getting into a medical school okay. to achieve my dream. So, um, so I did my MCAT again for this year. Now I have a 507 score, which is um, better than before. Okay. So, um, and um, I'm almost uh, finishing up my application for this cycle, like apply right now. So when the AMCAS opens end of the month, I'm applying and also TMDSAS. So uh, with TMDSAS, can I also apply for one school and then add more schools while I finish with the secondaries? Yeah. Okay, then that, that with that flat fee, I just add one school, get it verified, and I can keep adding. Yep. Okay, cool. And then um, we'll... August um, application for Acomas be late. Uh, it should be uh, fine. Acomas Acomas's timeline is generally longer than the other application services, so should be right. fine. Y- you mean submitting in August? Yes. Yeah, should be fine. Because um, because I'm applying for TMDSAS and AMCAS end of this month. Okay. So I want to get rid of all the secondary applications before I touch on the third application. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and um, can the letters be submitted after a primary app? I uh, submit the primary app. Yep. Okay. Um, I have a letter from an MD from 2021. You think I can still submit that, or I I should look for some other? You, you can. There's no rules around how old a letter can or should be. In general, we recommend that letters are dated the year that you apply to show that the person that you're getting to write you a letter still knows you and is more familiar with you today and not just someone who knew you X number of years ago. Okay. Yeah, I, I do have two, two MD letters for this year. Okay, but so why, did, why do you need a third MD letter? Usually students just use one. One? Okay, then I'm good then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with the letters. Yeah. More yeah. letters is not necessarily good. So don't, don't overwhelm people with hundreds of letters, right? Number one, you can't. <laughs> There's, there are limits to letters that you can use. But look right. at each individual medical school. Each individual medical school will have limits in terms of we want these letters and we will have a maximum, right? There's there's typically a minimum and a maximum. Right, yeah. Sure, yeah. Agreed. And um, should I add all my experiences in chronological order? Like, should I fill every gap? of my ears saying, okay, every year I did that, even if it's not related to medicine. So your your activity section should not all be related to medicine. 
The activity section is what have you been doing with your time, period. Medicine-related, not medicine-related, right? There are, for AMCAS, there are 19 activities now, 19 categories. Community okay. service, not clinical. Community service, clinical. Paid employment, not clinical. Paid employment, clinical. Leadership, uh, social justice now we have, all right? Other hobbies, et cetera. Not everything should be related to medicine and not everything has to be tied back to medicine. It's a big mistake I think students make with their activity section. So if, if the question is more specifically, should I include every single thing that I've done? That answer yeah. is probably no, right? Because there are going to be things that you're like, I, I did this for a day for like four hours. It wasn't super impactful. I'm not even going to put it on my application. That's fine. Or you don't need to cover every single gap. It's like from January 1st, 8 a.m. to January 1st, 9 p.m., this is what I did. From January 1st, 9 p.m. to J January 2nd, 11 a.m. Like you don't have to get that nuanced in terms of your timeline. But in terms of big gaps of time, you want to try to fill in as much as possible. So there's not periods of time where someone's looking at your application going, oh, where'd you go? Yeah, because I'm, I'm like a super non-trad. So I have like many years of schooling and between high school and start college, I had like five year gap. So I'm, I like I have activities there mm -hmm. to, um, to state it, but I just wanted to make sure like every year has it be something I guess I'm going to add whatever I feel like I contributed something and I gained something from the experience. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when I apply for um, dual programs, is it a must to choose them while I apply or can I pick them when I get into a medical school? What kind of dual programs? Like uh, MD, MBA. Yeah. Most of the MD, MBA programs you apply after. You just apply to the single MD program and then you add on, you just tell the school, hey, thanks for accepting me. I also want to do the MBA. And then you figure out what that process is. Okay. Because I'm not like super 100% sure, but I do have an interest in it. So I'm thinking maybe, but then I'll just get that thinking off my head, get into a medical school and then think about it later, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in um, TMDSA, it's, it's asking if I'm applying for AMCAS, ACOMES, like every detail about like past application, but it should be okay, right, to let them know that I'm yep. applying for every um, application. Yep. Are you a Texas resident? I should technically support, uh, like, become a resident, like, while I apply, because I moved here last summer. Okay. So. Um, okay, so this is the one I have right now. So, I want to apply early, so I'm making everything ready for AMCAS to submit on day one. Okay. But I haven't pre-written the secondaries. Okay. So I've been watching your videos that. Everything has to be in to be considered early, like my second race, my MCAT. But if I apply May 30th and I can only send my like 10th school of secondary on August, so that'll be still late, right? It'll be considered that I applied in August. Your application will be complete in August. Right. Yeah. So you don't want to do that. If you, if you submit your applications May 30th, 
medical schools will start sending secondaries, let's just say July 30th, right? You don't yeah. want to you don't want to sit on secondaries for a month. So make sure you're planning ahead. Um, so like you said from a video that I can add one school, get it verified, right? So um, when I do like add three schools, get the secondaries out. Add another three, get the secondaries out. But will they be able to see that I initially submitted my application end of May, but I only applied for their school like in the end of July? So will that be? I don't. I don't know. Impacted? Yeah, I, I don't know if they'll see that. I, I ultimately, I don't think it matters. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they're they're not going to have hurt feelings. Be like, why why did you not apply to us? Don't okay. worry about it. I'm I'm just trying to like. <laughs> You're make overthinking sure. everything. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I gotta cut it. I gotta cut it down a little bit in there. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I, in my uh, personal statement, since I'm a, like non-trad, I have a lot of experiences that relate for me for medicine. So now I'm at a point where I wrote one extra as one extra uh, story there, like I should take it out. But one of the the two stories I'm juggling right now, which one to take it out, is one is my immune disorder I had, and the other one is. An experience like real experience in a lab that communicated me I mean connected me to medicine yeah so writing about my immune disorder you think it'd be okay or just get rid of it okay based on what 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 am I judging okay, it on? based on what's that what am I judging it on um, because I'm trying to say my personal stuff on it so that um, like I wouldn't say to anyone like on a random basis but like I'm just exposing trying to expose it to say who I'm really am on a personal statement will that I don't know is it like too much saying there or I, I, say I, too I don't much? know I, 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 don't, I don't know are you asking are you asking if if talking about a medical condition that you have is too personal yes uh, it, not too personal but it's just an immune disorder but it's a common one. So I thought if if I should include anything that's like that's related like for me or like I experienced with someone else, then I can relate it to them in that way. Yeah. Ult- ultimately, I don't know how to answer the question. I, I think your personal statement is your journey to medicine, right? How right. how have you gotten to applying to medical school? How have you figured out that this is what you want to do? Yeah. Your condition may be a part of that. I, I will tell you that I typically don't recommend talking about research. And so you mentioned working in a lab as, as part of your personal statement. So in general, I don't recommend talking about research in a personal statement because I don't think research is tied to why medicine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll think about that. Yeah. Thanks. Um, okay. So this is one of the big questions I have. Now I'm writing my secondaries. So um, I've seen examples where at the last two sentences, we always tied back to medicine, how I'm going to utilize this in medical school or how I utilize this experience as a doctor. Is it a must or is it like I just say what I experienced it and what I felt in an activity? 
Are you talking about secondaries? Or are you talking about activities? No, um, uh, the activity section. The activity section. I, I don't think you should tie anything back to medicine in the activity section. The activity section is not why medicine. Your personal statement is why medicine. The activity section right. for me is what have you been doing with your time and how have you made an impact or how did it make an impact on you? So each and every activity mm -hmm. is, here's this activity, here's what it meant to me, period. Not, and here's how it's gonna give me communication skills as a future doctor. Okay. Okay, it's not much to like tie it back to medicine. Right. Yeah, it, it, quite the opposite. I think, my personal opinion is, it's it's not even a must or a should or a, it's good if you try, you should avoid it yeah. for me. Okay, okay. And um, okay, this is the last one. So is it okay to have inconsistent length of um, paragraphs in a personal statement? Sure. Paragraph length, yeah. Okay, so you answered all my questions I had. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, um, yeah, so I'll be applying end of this month to the TMDSAs and both MCAS. Um, so you think I have, I should focus more time on DO schools or MD schools with a 507 MCAT? I don't, I don't differentiate MD, DO based on MCAT score. Okay. So I can equally apply to them. You got it. Right, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, all what you do for all of us. All right. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout at medicalschoolhq.net slash group.